0: Learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash TalkAwayTheDark. It's Curious City, where we take your questions about Chicago and the region and investigate, report, explore from WBEZ. Hey, I'm Curious City reporter Monica Eng, and I'm standing on a walking path at Chicago Avenue, along Lake, Michigan. The city built this path just two years ago, but this summer, it's already buried under water, pushing walkers into the bike lanes and turning the former ledge into a big puddle. It's all due to super high lake levels this year. Levels that are frankly freaking people out and they inspired at least one guy to ask Curious City how climate change is going to affect Lake Michigan water levels in the future. He didn't want to be part of the story, but it's still a great question. I mean, how far is this going to go? Should we start planning for water to slosh right up onto Lakeshore Drive soon? Well, first we should say two things. One, when it comes to climate change, the Great Lakes region is expected to fare a lot better than the coasts. And these high lake levels we're seeing, they haven't really broken any records. In fact, they're well within the range of highs and lows we've seen for hundreds of years. So what drives these highs and lows? I'm going to go on inside and call Keith Kompotlowitz. He monitors lake levels at the Army Corps of Engineers. We track a quantity of water that's known as the net basin supply, and that's rainfall and runoff minus evaporation. So get that? The daily lake level is basically water in minus water out. And in recent years, levels have shot up from lots of rain and not much evaporation. But about six years ago, we hit record lows. So we've been at both ends of the spectrum in a very short time. And that's what Great Lakes Water Wars author Peter Annan says we'll see more of in the future. What we're seeing now with climate change in the Great Lakes region is more rocking and rolling in water levels. We're seeing higher highs, lower lows, and we're seeing a much more rapid transition from those lows and those highs, and that's what's really driving people crazy. Especially people whose favorite beaches are underwater, like Fargo and Juneway Beach on the north side. So will beaches keep disappearing? Or will hotter temperatures drive more evaporation and drops in lake levels? I asked University of Michigan professor Drew Gronwald. He does predictive modeling on the Great Lakes. It's not particularly clear whether water levels might go up for periods or down for periods. Of all of the computer models that are run, there really isn't a persistent long-term trend. Wow. So not even predictive models can tell us if we're headed for long-term highs or lows. But we do know we'll see more volatility plus severe storms. And coastal scientist Charlie Shabika says that could mean damage to the shore. The atmosphere is warming, and warmer atmosphere means more intense storms. So the more intense storms means larger waves, and larger waves means more damage to structures along the shore. And he's not just talking about damage to dunes and bluffs. It's also erosion of the lake bed itself. So when the waves come in... They're digging out at the bottom of the lake. And the net effect of that is the water is going to be deeper then in that area, which means larger waves making it to shore. And those large waves aren't just bad for the beach. They could make swimming more dangerous, too. So to answer the question, no one is super sure if climate change will cause the lake to go up or down in the long run. But we should expect more volatile swings in lake levels, more powerful storms, and some big waves that could make a mess of the shore. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation. Our intern is Mackenzie Crosson. Our digital producer is Catherine Nagasawa. Jesse Dukes is our audio producer. And Jessica Popovac edited this story. I'm Monica Eng. Next time on Curious City, it's difficult to count the number of homeless children in Chicago. One reason, most aren't on the streets or in shelters. They often stay with friends or family, sometimes in dangerous situations. I've had youth that sleep on a couch, but then they have to exchange a sexual favor to get that couch and something to eat and a shower. Keeping track of Chicago's homeless kids. That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City.